재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? came out, we weighed the pros and cons of it, what the economic impact would be, the financial viability of the Tucson Group as a whole. Well, there's been some uh, developments in this case. Uh, earlier this week, uh, the company prompted even more widespread uproar from the public when it was discovered that an employee, a younger employee, uh, refused to accept this early retirement offer and was dispatched to sit apart from his colleagues face a wall and not have any access to a smartphone, a kind of a bizarre development if these reports are true. So to discuss all of these issues, uh, the latest with voluntary retirement as a whole, um, the situation with the Tucson Group, uh, give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a cacao talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. Our good friend from Catholic University of Korea economics professor Yang Jun-suk is here in the studio. Professor Yang, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. Well, I, I know you were not um, a part of the earlier discussion we had late last year when we uh, talked about the initial uh, announcement of the voluntary retirement program. But uh, as it stands, and maybe a bit of a refresher for our listeners, what is going on with Tucson Infracor and why and what led them to make this decision to try to push a voluntary retirement scheme? Okay, well, Tucson Infracor is basically a company which manufactures construction equipment. They do some other things, but that's their main line of work. And last year, they had 700 billion won loss. And previously, they continued to pile up losses, so their credit rating was reduced to triple B. And uh, They basically uh, changed the CEO a few times. So it's a company which has some problems. Uh, But further, the uh, group behind Doosan Infracore is also not doing very well at the moment. Uh, And in addition, uh, there's uh, going – at least the government hopes to have some kind of a workout program in place. And Doosan and various subsidiaries of Tucson seems to be one of the companies which are sort of not targeted exactly, but uh, a lot of people are looking for these workouts to uh, t- uh, look at Tucson firms because they have not been doing very well. So they're in a position where they have to at least try to show that they're trying to change, they're trying to gain profitability. And it looks like the uh, idea that they've hit on is to reduce labor costs, yeah. thus leading to fresh pressure for people to retire very quickly. We often talk about goodwill, right, when it comes to firms and, and, and their position in the economy. Uh, 
it is safe to say that similar to the Lotte group, uh, the Tucson group doesn't enjoy the best reputation among, and there, there's not a lot of fans of these people and, and of course the machinations and the whole thing with the founding families and, and their squabbles and all that so this is a company that doesn't have a lot of fans and friends so they it is incumbent on them to really tread carefully in these kind of situations right well uh for it it obviously public image is very important but if you look at tucson they're not really engaged in too much consumer uh, products sure uh in fact uh if, if you're my age, you remember when Tucson used to run things like Coca-Cola and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. Uh, but now they've sort the of gone away from The main thing would be their that. baseball team, which, right. of course, is the defending champions, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but they've gone away from a lot of these consumer products. So uh, I think PR is not as important to them as it was before. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, they've gone through a bad, uh, unprofitable period for a long time. So I think uh, right now they're figuring that uh, bad PR is better than having a low profitability, mm. uh, especially when they might go into workout in uh, this year or next. Right. The bottom line is the bottom line, right. basically. In your estimation, when you look at this, did they have basically no other options on the table except for pursuing this voluntary retirement program? Well, if you look at sort of the uh, uh, history of why they got into this problem, a lot of people are blaming their uh, takeover of a company called Bobcat in the United States, which also makes uh, relatively small uh, construction equipment. I mean, obviously, every construction pro- uh, equipment is big, but uh, toward the smaller end. And they apparently got into a lot of debt in trying to take over the company. And this was around 2007, 2008. So they were hit with the uh, global financial crisis. And uh, they were hit not only by unprofitability in their main uh, product, but also uh, the company that they bought, Bobcat, was hit by the recession uh, and it wasn't doing well. So a lot of people are blaming that particular incident for getting them really into a big uh, big problem here. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is that the Bobcat, apparently due to the U.S. recovery, made a profit last year. Hmm. So uh, the uh, it's questionable whether uh, that was a bad business decision. Obviously, it, it impacted them for five or six years, but was it a uh, problem in the long term? That's uh, still remained to be sin, seen. Uh, do they really need it to go into this type of uh, forced retirement, forced firing, mm-hmm. in order to get beyond their problems? Maybe not. Maybe if they could have gotten some uh, financing or if they could weather uh, some of these unprofitability, then they might have gotten away with not uh, trying to fire it, at least so publicly. But I think also this workout plan sort of uh, pushed their uh, hand. Uh, But I think if I think uh, they may not have needed to do this uh, on the bottom line. But if they didn't at least try to make some kind of an attempt to, uh, to reduce profitability, I think the government as well as the investors might not have seen it uh, so well. So it maybe it was deemed to be the most expedient way to maybe improve profitability. Well, it's certainly showy. It's showy. Uh, one thing, and again, I, I, not to be, get all Bernie Sanders on you, but again, you go, what about the fat cats, right? There's these senior executives. They're being paid well. They endure all these perks, and you can arguably say their management distance, wh- whether it's debatable about the bad bobcat acquisition that led to this downfall, is maybe they should also have a little bit of trimming of the fat, not just to focus it on the junior-level employees. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly an argument you can make, and uh, I won't oppose it. Uh 
though it's questionable how much effect it would actually have. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it does, it does not make for good PR to uh, try to get rid of people who just came into the company while the uh, high-level executives are still making a lot of money. But as I mentioned before, Tucson had a relatively high uh, – Tucson Infracore had a relatively high turnover of their uh, CEOs. Right. The CEOs at the top, again, if you look at it in a pyramid scheme, it does yeah. seem like the way they're kind of targeting it is with the, with the, with the guys who yeah. are on the bottom of the ladder with the junior level employees. You mentioned that maybe you can debate whether it would be completely necessary to do so, but the creditors and the government with this workout scheme uh, would want to see something being done. Does doing this actually have a dramatic effect as far as per company performance goes? Well, I don't think it, uh, I think the main problem with the Tucson uh, InfraCore is the lack of demand, and that that's basically the entire uh, global recession, as well as Korean domestic recession, as well as the up and down construction market domestically. Uh, so, uh, they they do have uh, some serious problems. Uh, the thing is, uh, did it really justify trying to lay off so many people in such public ways? And I think that particular decision is questionable. On the other hand, if you look at how many people they sort of uh, let go in the uh, last uh, year, apparently they got uh, they eliminated or uh, voluntarily retired 27% of their labor force. So yeah. that's a big change. That's a huge amount of workforce being laid off. We're going to continue this discussion in part two of the panel. We're also going to be joined by a professor of sociology and get more of a look on sort of certain societal aspects of uh, this controversy, as well as, of course, a continued economic analysis from Professor Yang Jun-suk. Uh, we'll be back after this short break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.